Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Thank you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millet and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. Shoot us an email at wearethemiddleman at gmail.com. 
tell you, man, it was a good show. A lot of positive feedback about the show. You know, hopefully we can help those, you know, those brothers expand their business a little bit. Right. That was our good positive thing. Now back to the nigga, though. <laughs> this week, this week, this. You know what? I wish I could have no material for 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 the show. I really do. But every time, every single time, you turn around, these celebrities are doing something that's either stupid or something that bites them in the foot. Now, for the last two weeks, I don't know if you guys ever listened to Foxhole Radio. It's Jamie Foxx's radio station on uh, XM Sirius. Um, He had an all-star lineup. Have you heard it? Okay, I'll take that as a note. He had an all-star lineup. For about two years, he had a lot of comedic greats. Um, yeah, he, he had a great lineup. And, uh, you know, egos, nepotism getting away, you know, and a lot of those people, a lot of the good people were let go from the show. The ratings have been falling from the Foxhole show. However, LATalkRadio.com hired on four of uh, Jamie Foxx's uh, former hosts of his show. So they have their new show now called Reach Around Radio. I've been listening to it for the last week and a half. Dude, when I tell you, it's like, for those who did listen to Foxhole, you know, when it was the funniest, it's like a breath of fresh air. And so now everybody's kind of looking at Foxhole because it's like, hey, they killing y'all on the radio. They got a better show. You know, what you going to do? What you going to do, Jamie Fox? And Jamie himself hasn't been on the show in well over a month and a half now. So now they're trying to figure out what exactly they're going to do to bring the foxhole back up. I don't know, man. Well, I, I don't understand how people let egos get in the way of their business, man. I, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. Well, you know how it is. Thank you on top. I'm just saying. Don't, don't y'all be trying to replace me. You know what I'm just saying? Just saying. <laughs> I'm just, just saying. You're going to be the one that's going to be out there trying to get deals and stuff behind our back. Oh man, there you go. <laughs> I could have sworn I heard you on somebody else's show the other day. I ain't want to say nothing until you just brought it up. I told y'all fools <laughs> ahead of time. And I always shout out the middleman because the middleman is my face. That's the nucleus right. of everything. Okay. Yeah. I cannot go and do anything else without the middleman. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't be thinking about that. Y'all just be thinking I'm off in Hollywood. Like, you know we got your name on the contract, so I'm hoping you're not going by the name Nick Eaton. Hilarious. Anyway, speaking of Hollywood, um, last <laughs> week was the premiere of Jamie Foxx, speaking and also Jamie Foxx, his new sketch show uh, with Atheon Crockett. That's the guy from Wild Now who does all the impressions of Lil Wayne and Jay-Z and Kanye. But i tell you, the sketch show is hilarious. Hilarious. This dude, he's, I think he's going to be that next one in terms of, like, pressions and everything. You know, I'm, I'm kind of happy because this is a good time in comedy right now. If you're a comedy fan, things are looking up in comedy. Kevin Hart, for his uh, new uh, comedy movie, Laugh at My Pain, he broke Eddie Murphy's record for two-day ticket sales. Uh, Eddie Murphy had the highest sales for um, his legendary show, Delirious, and, uh, Kevin Hart came and knocked that on out the way. Kevin Hart did $1.6 million in two days of ticket sales. Wow. He is. 
So they are now branding him the king of the new king of comedy. Wow. So I'll be looking forward to that movie when it comes out. Laughing right. The other two the other two standards were hilarious. This one this is gonna be great. On the sales side, speaking of breaking records, Jay Z and Kanye, uh, they broke a record last week. They broke iTunes record for highest sales in a week. Um their new album, Watch the Throne which when it came out last Tuesday was an iTunes-only exclusive. Uh, sold 329,000 copies the first week, which was, of course, great for them. It broke iTunes' highest sales record. The album went on to sell just under half a million for its first week in sales, and it's back on top of the charts again this week. Getting a lot of rave reviews for the album. You know, I haven't heard it yet, so I don't know if anybody out there has heard it. Why don't you go ahead and give us a call, 718-508-9972. Let us know what you think of that new Watch the Throne album. I'm kind of interested to hear what people have to say. Yeah, me too. I haven't heard it yet either. Yeah, we're going to have to check that out. But anyway, on to the newness. Because all these guys we've been talking about so far, they are what's considered hot. But the question is today, are you hot? Are you hot as an artist? I hear people say all the time, oh, man, all I need is a deal. That's all I need, man. All, all I need is a deal and I, I can just blow up. All I need to be able to do is get my music out there and I can just I can blow up. I'm telling you, that's all I need. Or you get the ones, Kevin, I know you get this all the time. I got the hottest record in the streets right now. I'm the hottest in the hood right now. Right. So we're going to explore that today. We're going to... We're going to see, you know, are are these guys really hot? And if you're not hot, how can you get hot? And this is not to take anybody down. We don't want anybody to believe that this is a show about bringing anybody down. This show is more about being self-aware, knowing where you are, because the only way you can move forward is if you know where you are. So everybody out there that's like, oh, I'm hot, I'm hot, I'm hot, you're going to find out that it's real. Matter of fact, after we get past this first, the first and only song of the day, then we're going to go right into the topic. The song we're going to play today is Mims. This is why I'm hot. You listen to the Middleman Percent Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton on Blog Talk Radio. Hollywood, as soon as I hit LA, 
I'm in that low, low, I do it the Cali way And when I hit the side, people say that I'm fly They love the way I dress, they like my style They love how I move crowds from side to side They ask me how I do it, and simply I reply This is why I'm hot, this is why I'm hot This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot This is why I'm hot, this is why I'm hot This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot I'm hot cause I'm fly, you ain't cause you not Cause I'm fly, you ain't cause you not This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot This is why I'm hot, catch me on the block Every other day another person of a drop Sixteen bars, twenty-four pop Forty-four songs, give me what you got I'm in the drop, I'm in the drop, I'm in the lot I'm in the shut my doors down so I can shop If you need a bird, I could get it chopped what you need, you know I get them by the flock I call my homie Black, meet me on the ass I hit Wash Heights with the money in the bag We in the big spin and see my pimpin' never drag Find me with different women that you niggas never had For those who say they know me, know I'm focused on my cream Play, you come between, you better focus on the beam I keep it so mean, the way you see me lean And when I say I'm hot, my nigga, this is what I mean Can I take a picture with you? 
that's what I that's what I define as hot. I mean hot as an artist. You know what I mean? Like really getting out there grind. You got a lot of cats, like I said, they come up to me all the time. Oh yeah, man, I got the hottest record in the streets right now. If you got the hottest record in the streets right now, you wouldn't have to tell me that. I would know it already. Let me know if I'm reaching. Am I wrong? No, that's the that we on the same that's boat. We're on the same agreement with that. Yep. You know, I think a lot of times um, people get gassed up by the people that are around them. Yep. Yes, man. That yes, man thing. You know, y'all know me. I'm the, I'm my worst critic. Y'all can tell me something sounds good. I'm gonna go back and redo it four times. Not that I don't honor and respect your opinion. It's just that I'm my worst critic. I want it to be the best it could possibly be. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that a lot of people don't have it. A lot of people don't have the they don't have the honest people around them to say, okay, this is this was good, this isn't really good. But you got a lot of these artists that really think that they are ready to be put on the national scene, and they know when they're ready. Which you know, I hear all the time. If I can say this though, Nick, the fact is, yes, they do need somebody around them that's not a yes man. But at the same time, they got to understand that this person. Like, if you got a cat that's brutally honest with you and you can't take it, that doesn't mean that he's hating. He's just telling you the brutal, honest opinion of his. Opinion. Not fact, but opinion. And a lot of guys can't handle the brutal, honest opinion of other folks. Yeah, well, this, a, this is another brutal, honest opinion. Honestly, I look at it like this. It might not be fact, but if it's... If the opinion of the people who are going out and supporting your records, that's important. Yeah. That's important. Now, if you got everybody in your mama saying, I don't really like that record, they're not hating on you. And we did a show about that about a year ago. There's nobody hating on you. If you don't have time to hate on I don't have time to hate on you. I just don't like it. It doesn't rock my bell. Now, it might rock somebody else's, but it doesn't rock mine. Right. Right. But even if it does, it doesn't necessarily mean you're hot. I tell people all the time, there's a difference between having a good record and having a hit record, having a hot mm-hmm. record. You know what I mean? Hot records, mm-hmm. hit records, those are the ones that are worth. There are a lot of hit records out there that, quite frankly, aren't that good. More often than right. not, you'll find, more often than not, your favorite, think about your favorite artist and your favorite album of that artist. Nine times out of ten, your favorite song on that album was not a single. That's true. It always wanted to yep. gravitate to through, like it's in the middle of the album or close to the end of the album. Exactly. So there's a big difference between you know you can have a good song that doesn't make it hot, that doesn't make you uh, that doesn't make you hot, that doesn't make it a hit record. And I think it's more along the lines of letting these artists know what stage they're in. You may not be ready for a national distribution right now. I mean, and, and just to be honest, you know, hell, TuneCore, CD Baby, Loop Note, and all those other ones have made it possible for you to have national distribution, but in terms of the marketing and, and the promotion behind it, some people just aren't ready for that. Right. Some people just aren't ready for that. There is a thing that is vastly missing in music business right now, and it's called artist development. It's severely lacking right now. Severely lacking. If you put some of these cats on 106 and Park right now and put them out in front of all those kids, just wait and see what happens. And see, those are the people that are brutally honest. When you put on that massive scale, you guys look at World Star Hip Hop. Some of those cats be about ready to kill themselves when they get those uh, when they get those comments. <laughs> it's like a reality check, real quick. Yep, real quick. Real it's, quick. it's a reality check, real quick. 
So I think for every artist out there, the best thing you can do to, to advance yourself is to kind of figure out, okay, where am I as an artist? Am I as hot as I think I am? You know what? Let me throw a song up on YouTube and let me see how many views I get on this song without me just sending a tweet to everybody or sending a Facebook message to everybody. You know, forcing and, them. Yeah, you're forcing them, and forcing like them to go listen. Yeah. You know, let me put it up there for a month and see how many views I get, see what kind of comments I get, see what kind of likes I get. Right. You know, that that's what I mean by are you hot or not. And I'm not saying that YouTube is a definitive way to tell if you're hot. I'm not saying any of that is. What I'm saying is is that there's a lot of determining factors of which you're hot. There's a lot of artists out there that think they're hot. Prime example, I had an artist I was dealing with, and he was like, you know, I'm trying to get myself to some shows in Atlanta. I'm trying to get some shows in Atlanta. I'm thinking to myself, everybody's trying to get some shows in Atlanta. I'm like, okay, well, I'll tell him, well, you got to hit, you know, hit up Apache. So they're open mic nights. You need to go hit up Club Crucial. Uh, you need to hit up uh, uh, Club Miami. Just a lot of open mic scenes. And, and he was like, no, I don't want to do that, man. I'm too hot for that. I'm too hot for that, dog. I'm, I'm not going to start at square one. I'm too, I'm too hot for the open mics. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Is anybody knocking down your door to book you in Atlanta? Because if that were the case, you would be coming to me, asking me to get you some shows in Atlanta, you would already have them. That's what I mean by knowing, and that was really the basis for this show. You know, these artists, they to get up and hit, I know artists with deals that still hit open mics. Yeah. I know artists with deals right now. See people, see people with that mentality, Nick. Man, they don't understand that about being relevant and and how to get relevant and stay relevant. They don't understand that. Guys, we do have a caller that would like to comment. Let me bring the call in. All right, caller six six two eight eight nine. You're live on the Talk of the Town with Nick Eaton. What's up? What's good, man? It's your boy Tagle. What's going on, Taker? Good, man. You know, I've been on the show before. I had to call in, see what the subject was today. Okay, we're talking about am I hot or not? You got a lot of artists out there that think they're hot, and we're trying to go ahead and just put it down. What's hot and what's not hot? You know, a lot of these guys aren't really sure about where they are in music, and they can't really move forward because they think they're already at a level that they're not at yet. What's your take on that? You you know, you got to take it. I really, uh, I don't, I don't think you're hot till, till you get on TV. I don't think you're hot till you, you can go somewhere and have people, you know, act crazy over you or whatever. I don't think, I don't think you, you can just, it's very easy to get that high. You might think you're hot because you got girls here and there or whatever, but, you know, everybody got a little fame, man. You know, you ain't hot. Everybody got their own opinion. I, I think I'm hot in the area that I'm in, but I know I ain't nothing, you know, yet. I ain't made it on TV. You know what I, I think mean? it's like this. I think a lot of people get on the internet, and and the internet gives them this false sense of reality of who they are. Right. You know, a few weeks ago we had a show. Taylor Al did the show, Old Grind versus New Grind. You know, because of the fact that this new grind is so technology based, a lot of people will get on there and they think, oh, I got a thousand followers on Twitter. I'm hot. Yeah. I got 3,000 yeah. friends on Facebook. I'm hot. I got 5,000 right. friends on MySpace. I'm hot. I mean, but then you got to think of how many more people in the world at the same time out of that 3,000, you know what I mean? Exactly. You got 3,000, yeah, you got 3,000 people. I mean, that's like, what, a 0.1% of everybody in the world? You know what I mean? 
That's not even ten yeah. percent of most populations of the city. Right. Let's look at it like this. Uh, Alabama State University. I don't know how how familiar you are with this. But you guys, Kev, Al, y'all been to the campus before? Y'all seen the campus? You know, it's a decent sized campus, but it's not the biggest campus. Alabama State's yeah. enrollment is fifty four hundred. So think if you got three thousand followers. Well, I mean, that, that's not that's not anything to shake a leg at. That's not saying that you're, you know, that's that's. It's very difficult to get three thousand followers on Twitter, and and you just come right. out of nowhere. I, I will say that unless you're following everybody back in these big follow trains. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's one little centralized place in a city that's a population of two hundred thousand. You get right. what I'm saying? That's what that's what I mean by it. And I think people get gassed up by the internet. You get a couple of your friends around you, and they're telling you, "Oh yeah, you're the next thing, man. You you're the next big thing." And it's good to have yeah. confidence. You right. definitely have to have confidence in this in this business, and you have to be your own cheerleader. But right. there's also a point where that confidence turns into cockiness. And if you haven't reached that plateau yet, if you haven't broken radio, at least in your market, right. I'm not saying radio is the end all be all. Uh-huh. But even if you if you're not even if you're not on the minds of the basic consumer in your local market, you need to rethink about whether or not you're hot. Right. Yeah. You can't put it no better than that. That's true. Yeah. Because that's the first thing that these labels do. If that's your if that's your goal, if your goal is to get signed to a label, I, let me break something down for you guys out there. One of the first things they do is they call local radio. They call the local DJs. They find out about the local people who are involved in the industry and say, what is this cat down here doing? Or they don't even ask about you specifically. Is there anybody down there that's doing anything right now? Yeah. If you really think might, hot, let me give you... Let me give you guys an example of hot. Eric Roberson, which a lot of people don't know, but when I tell you hot, Eric Roberson is hot. Totally independent artist. As a matter of fact, just today on rnblover.com, I posted an article about him signing a a deal with E1, formerly Cops Records. Um, Eric Roberson tours the world three or four times a year. He does about 120 paid shows a year. He makes he makes right around 3,500 for each show. He's been nominated for a Grammy twice. He's the only uh, independent artist to ever be nominated. Well, the first totally independent. When I say totally, I mean disc makers independent to be nominated for a BET award. Yeah. You know, that's hot. I think the hottest people are the most overlooked, though. I think the hottest are the most overlooked. Well, those are the ones that keep working. Yeah. Those are the ones that are always working. They're doing things. You know what I mean? They're not sitting around saying, Oh, I'm hot, they're actually out there moving. They're not just talking about it. They're actually they're, they're doing more walking than they're doing talking. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with being your own chili. That's fine and dandy. That's great. But what do you have to back it up? Yeah, yeah. Gotta you gotta you gotta start out with a fan, man. You first you gotta get a good fan base. You gotta have your city behind your back first. If you don't have your city then you don't have nothing. You know what I mean? I totally agree. Now, the, uh, the next thing I want to talk about, because this is this is the ever, for some reason for artists, this is the their holy grail. If I just get a deal, if I just get a deal, yeah. then I'll blow up. Right. I mean, 
it don't necessarily have, it don't even take a deal to, to blow up. A deal is just a name, something you can fall back on, you know what I mean? You can, you can be independent. Being independent is the easiest thing to work with, though, because you don't have, you don't have to worry about other money situations, getting caught up in this and that, you know, with the contracts and all this fine print that you done looked over, you made mistakes and signed something you ain't mean to sign. You ain't know you had to get this money back, you know what I mean? But if you, you right, got the own, you doing your thing by yourself, you don't have to worry about none of that. You, you're distributing right. your own songs on iTunes and everything. You're getting, you're getting bonuses back yourself. I mean, everything's yours. So I think that's the best yeah. way to be there. I tell you. And if anybody else wanna chime in on this, uh, give us a call, seven one eight five oh eight nine nine seven two. Thanks for your comment. I want you to stay on the line. Go ahead and hit that number one. I want you to stay on the line. Uh we'll bring you back in a little bit later on our next segment. Al Kev, I wanna get your comment on this one about this whole thing about if I can just get the deal. Because we hear that a lot. Um as far as as far as uh, you know, people just thinking about just getting the deal, they're only thinking about um, the same aspect of it. They look at what's available to them as far as on TV and how they feel like their life could be after they get a deal. They're thinking that they're going to come out making bukus of money, doing bukus of shows, which is not the case. I hate to say it, so we have you no know, listeners out there who are artists, who are inspiring artists, who want to sign a record deal. Please reconsider. You know, you can do this on your own, man. Do it on your own. Real talk. But the biggest thing, too, Al, is the fact that a lot of people chase the deal <clears throat> because okay. they feel like once I get the deal, I don't have to do any work. My music right. is speaking there for itself. Go. I'm hot, as Nick said. I'm, I'm so hot go. that once I get there, everything is going to fall in place, and they don't realize that it is a job. Um, I, You know, we always encounter artists that are scared to say, hey, man, I got a job, or whatever the case may be, but, I mean, they got to realize, man, you getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to get to the radio station at 6. You know yep. what I'm saying? And you're going to work all the way through the end of that night going to clubs, appearances, and everything else, depending on the magnitude of hot that you really are. But, as Takeum said earlier, if you don't have your town, you don't have the people around you, how can you expect to get to that level to get to that deal if that's what you truly are aspiring to do? Not necessarily just your town, man. Even your peers. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I guess I don't understand because people have been calling me anti-label for years. That's not the case. I'm not anti-label. I'm pro-artist. And the one thing I was always taught is, as long as you can do it by yourself, keep doing it by yourself. Now, when it gets to the point that you can no longer, when it gets to the point where it's just out of your reach, it's, it's just way too much going on then that's probably when you need to have someone step in. And it may not just be a full-on major label. It may be an independent label. It may be a management company. It may just be you go ahead and putting your team together like it needs to be structured. But as long as, honestly, let's be real. Most of these artists are not that busy. Mm-hmm. That's my issue with it. You tell me you're hot, but you're sitting at the house all day. You tell me you're hot, but you're on Twitter all day. And not only are you on Twitter all day, you're on Twitter from your computer all day. Yeah. If you that hot, go out and do something. If you don't have a job, go out and get an open mic. Do something. Go pass off some flyers. Go pass off some CDs. Do something. Hey, you know something that I found interesting, though, like you were saying earlier, that um, some guys feel like they're too big for an open mic. 
It's amazing. I don't understand it to save my life. You know, at the end of the day, that's your base. That's where you start. That's where you have to, you know, you have to keep going. Like I said, I know I know Grammy-nominated artists that still hit open mics. Don't ever think you're too big to do something like that. That's where most artists break. That's where most It goes back to what I was talking about before with dealing with DJs. You know, a lot of times the DJs that don't get the credit for breaking the records are the DJs that are at those open mics. They're at the holding wall clubs. Those are the ones that you need to be, that you need to have seeing you anyway. That's where they are. So why would you not be where the people who can make or break your record? Why would you not be where they are? This just doesn't make sense to me. That's true. Because if you're that hot, here's the crazy thing: if you're that hot, you're gonna stand out above everyone else that's at that open mic. If nothing else, somebody if you're that hot, somebody's gonna videotape and they're gonna put it on YouTube and that's just more exposure for you. That just makes you hotter. Because now they see how hot you are. They see the crowd yelling for you. I had this one cat tell me how hot he was. Well I tell you, I couldn't find one live performance from this cat. Singer. I couldn't find one live performance from this cat. I'm like, well hell, how do, how am I supposed to know if you hot or not? Man, Nick, you got to feature me on your site. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, I, I, I drive, I drive people's, you know, viewership up and everything. I'm like, okay, that's fine, you know, but ain't nowhere. I don't to be even know. I don't even see where you perform anywhere. Right? Ain't nowhere to be found on YouTube. Can't be oh, found. Wow. Can't even go. If you can't even Google yourself, you definitely not hot. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if your reverb Ooh, nation doesn't even pop up. That's rough, man. You're not hot. I'm that, sorry. That is rough. <laughs> this guy, if you remember um, a few months ago, uh, we had Sal from DTT on the uh, on the show, with the Executive Decision Show. Now, the funny thing was, I said about two months ago, there was this guy on Twitter, and he was just, he kept hitting Sal up, and he was just saying, I'm telling you, man, I'm hot. If you just listen to this, you'll know how hot I am. You'll want to sign me to Disturbing the Peace right now. Just kept hitting them up, like back to back to back to back. And so I was like, you know what, fine. i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to retweet your link, and I want all of my followers to give you feedback on it. Oh, that had to be a Man, it was, it was horrible. And the funny thing was, Damn. I was about to get my opinion on it, and he was like, Nick, I don't want your opinion. He was like, I need some, I need some you know, some, just some general consumer opinion. Okay, cool. They told us to do it apart. And, uh, and of course, everybody that he tore apart. And it's not like Sal was like, oh, here's this guy that's, that's, that's hitting me up. Y'all just check out his music and tell him how bad. He was like, no, here's an artist that I want y'all to listen to. Give me your honest opinion on him. So when everybody gave their honest opinion on him, I was, he's like, oh, man, they just hate. Really? they just hating because they just hating. I got the hottest mixtape in the streets right now. My, my mixtape is everywhere. I go to this cat's. Page on that piss. I'm not lying to you. This mixtape has been out since the end of 2009. This was like two months ago when I checked this, and he had maybe, maybe 18 downloads. And I'm pretty sure out of that 18, 17 of them were his friends. Uh, he might went back and downloaded a couple of times and sell two. 
thirteen of them were his friends. You're wrong, G. So wrong. But but that's what I'm. That's what I like. And this is what they take to. This is how they approach the label. This is why it, it pains me to see people hitting up people from different labels and, and, and different higher level artists in this, and they're they're saying, oh, listen to my song, listen to my song, listen to my song. I'm sorry, that's just not the way to do it. In my opinion, and I could be wrong. Once again, this is all opinion based, and if you don't like our opinion, that's fine. There's a red button at the upper right corner of your screen that says "Broadcast Your Own Show" in 60 seconds. Do it. But you know what, man? What What are some of the ways that these guys can actually approach? You know, going about understanding everything that we're talking about. What What are some positive things they can do, man, to really help out their 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 venture as far as this music? Right. My. It, my biggest thing is two things really and these are my biggest things one above all else chase the fans don't chase the industry hmm. hold on repeat that, again. repeat that again please repeat that again please chase the fans do not chase the industry because if you chase the fans, the industry will start chasing you. Approach these general fans. Approach that dude that has 39 followers on Twitter. You know what? He might not have as many followers as you or as a record exec, but guess what? If he likes your song enough, he might go hard, and he might go to every last one of those 39 followers and say, y'all need to listen to this dude. Because more often than not, word of mouth is what gets you out there. More than a radio play, because there are plenty of artists that have succeeded without radio play. Mm-hmm. Plenty. More than that. More than the labels. That word of mouth will get you out there. Approach these fans with the same sincerity that you approach the A and R's and the and the different arts and the CEOs of these labels. That's my biggest thing. The second thing is respect mm-hmm. the DJs. Right. There you go. Respect there the DJs. Go. Don't come up to the DJ in the middle of his set asking him to play your song. Nobody has ever heard this song. You have to realize that for that DJ, that's a performance for them. You wouldn't like for somebody to come up to you while you're in the middle of your show and say, Hey man, I'm a rapper. Let me rap some of my lyrics over your song. I'm telling you right now, I'm hot. You wouldn't like that, so don't do it to the DJ. Respect the DJ. Catch him before the club starts. Help him set up his equipment. There you go. Hey man, I just you know while, while there's nobody in here, I want to get your honest opinion on this record. If you can't listen to it right now, that's fine. I can email it to you. I can drop your CD off with you. And if you don't mind, I can email you or hit you up on Twitter later just to get your honest opinion. Show some, show them the, some respect. We got a call. Those are two of the most important. When you have those two relationships intact, when you have the relationships with your fans and the relationships with the DJs intact. That's when the industry is going to start looking for you. That's the proper way to do it. And, yeah, it's going to take a little longer than you probably wanted to. It's going to take a couple of extra hours a night. Yeah, you have to be out there when you probably want to be at home. But if this is what you really want to do, then do it. Get your ass out there and get another job. Yeah. <laughs> we got a caller that wants well, to come one. And take, uh, Get out there and get a job. Right quick. Hey, bring this caller in, man, <laughs> before Nick blow a cast. I'm just saying, man. Joe Rude, eh? <laughs> All right, call us. Uh, 2 four, four, you're live on the Talk of the Town. What's up? 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening to y'all radio, blog radio, and y'all was saying about um, you need to um, chase your fans. I mean, that's the key to the um, industry. Like, the labels, they're not going to come search for you. You're going to have to search for them. But the key thing about it is they don't want you to feel like they're going to do everything for yourself. You got to do everything by yourself now that you can't depend on no label because the label will drop you in a minute. And if they drop you, where are you going to go? I mean, like, it's not going to be nothing to do. So that's why you got to get out here and you got to promote yourself. Like I was saying, you got to you got to run behind your fans. The key to it is building up your fan base and letting your fans grow with you through what you're going through. So when you make it, right. they can be able to be like, he actually did that. That's true. That's yeah. true. That is true. It, it, it's, it's only one thing that I have to disagree with you on. And right. that's true. The labels, they can do something a lot worse than drop you. Yeah. They can keep you. Yeah. But but you think about it like so you can't go anywhere else. You're under contract with them because when, this is what I lot, want a lot of people to understand. When you sign that record deal, that company owns your voice. They own your name. They own your likeness. That's why I tell people don't be so quick to go signing just anything. Yeah, you got you got you got to do your research on a lot of stuff, man. Because like you know they're not gonna tell you the good thing the good thing about it. They're gonna I mean they're not gonna tell you the bad thing. They're gonna make you like it all good, but like. So like you were saying, you know, they're not going to just, you know, they can do more than what just drop you, just like you were saying. They they own you. Once you sign on dotted line, you know, they own you. So they can tell you what they want you to do. They can tell you what single you're doing. See, me, I'm a songwriter slash a producer slash a promoter slash I run a small label. See, I do all in my own stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm you know when I jump into the industry, I don't want the industry to tell me what songs I can be able to put out because I'm going to have their own voice, see. If you don't have a voice, then you don't have nothing. That's true. And who's calling? Right. Marco. Who's this on the line? Marco. I'm calling from Columbus, Mississippi. Okay, what's up, Marco? What's the name of your label, man? Um, New Fire Entertainment. You probably talked to um, um, Take em, Make Him Move. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's my little cousin right there. I like what you guys doing, okay. man. I like y'all movement, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not a movement anymore. It's a takeover, you know, a movement when we had first started up. You know, we about... We almost there now, you know, it's just hard working, you know what I'm saying? Don't take no for an answer, you know, just like I tell him, you know, the key to it, you know, hard work. You know, ain't nothing gonna drop in your hand. Ain't nothing gonna come to a, a worm that sleep, right? The early bird get the worm. So me, personally, like you were saying, you gotta spend a couple nights every night promoting. That's what I do every day. I just sit here and work the computer every day. I work at 24 hours a day, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get there, and I know ain't nobody just gonna give me nothing. And I know it take money, and I know ain't nothing free. Ain't nothing gonna be given to no one for free. So if they thinking they're going to get a record deal by not spending no money, you're wrong. You know, you just out here on the Internet, you know, just surfing. You know, every, if you're the key, then everybody be in the industry, then we all be rapping. You know, it takes the hard workers and the different people, you know, to get there. You know, everyone just can't just jump on the bandwagon and, you know, want to get in the industry and think you're going to get in there because it's not going to work like that, you know. If you're on the best yeah, exactly. yourself... Exactly right. And I want you to, uh, and thanks for your time. I want you to hold on uh, just for a second while we get ready to move into this next segment. Um, I, I definitely agree with him. He, he's right. It does take money. You have to invest in yourself because you have to think. These labels are not going to invest their money if they don't see you invest in your own. They got to know that you have as much of a vested interest. Plus, when you have a vested interest in this, because let's be honest, if you're if most people out there were as good as they say they were, then the music is the easy part. I can sit down and write songs all day. That's the easy part. That's the part I love. That's the fun part. But the meat and potatoes of it is 
somebody's got to hear that song. A lot of somebody's got to hear that song. You got to get out there and promote it. In a lot of sense, it takes money. Just because the internet is just out, and the internet is there. Don't get me wrong; it's a great tool. It's a great tool. I say this all the time. I feel like if artists like Donny Hathaway and Stevie Wonder and 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 Kibo Bryce, I feel like if they had the internet, if they had the internet, it would be a completely different music industry right now. A completely different music industry. But, nonetheless, nonetheless, that's what we have right now is we have the Internet. And unfortunately, what you have to realize is not only do you have to deal with competing, because you're not just competing in your local market. Once you decide you're putting your music out there, you're competing with the people that are on the top of the pop charts, that are on top of the R&B charts, that are on top of the rap charts, that are on top of the country charts. You're competing with everyone to get a fan's attention and ultimately get that 5 or $10 that you're trying to get from them so that they can hear your music. Ultimately, that's what you want to do, and you're competing with everybody to do it. And now, not in, in addition to dealing with them, you're dealing with a lot of the... Uh, uh, what's an easy way to say this? There's no easy way to do There's a lot of bullshit out there. There you go. So you have to filter through <laughs> that, too. Right. So you got to think about it. You're expecting this fan to filter through all of this. It's a needle in a haystack, and you want to be that needle that they find. So, I mean, it is, it is what it is. And like I was saying earlier, yeah, if it's that important to you, get a second job. Or for some of you out there that don't have, get a job. Even if you get a job just to finance your career. You know, that's the cardinal sin with this game, though, Nick. A lot of guys, man, they feel like if you get a job, you're you're hindering your option to do more with your career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how some guys really truly feel. But and if one they thing feel like that's a hindrance, then they've got a long, hard road ahead of them. Because let me explain to you what that what that coveted record deal is. You're part of the sales department of that label. You're a salesman. It just so happens to be that your product is you. You have to sell you. But you're a salesman. That's what you are. And if you don't learn that early on, if you don't learn that that's the business aspect of it, then not only do you have to sell, you have to sell yourself to the fans. You have to sell yourself to your manager. You have to sell yourself to the label who has 7,000 other artists that they're promoting at a time. You have to sell yourself to the promoters the radio promoters, the radio itself. You have to say yourself to everyone. Everybody has to believe in Nick Eden. Everybody has to believe in Steel Mag. Everybody has to believe in this artist and that artist. They have to believe in you. They have to feel like... The best way I can describe it is that feeling when when your homeboy signs that deal when his album comes out. That feeling feeling I had a couple of weeks ago when I looked on... Because, you know, I don't watch 106 and Park. But when I just happen to look on 106 and Park and I see Big Crit, number six, and rising on the charts, that's right. that feeling because I feel like I'm better than him because I see the growth. I saw the growth and the progression. Just like Kevin told me a couple mm-hmm. years ago, I'd rather see you go from A to B than try to come out on Z. That's what you have a vested, that, that's a vested interest that people have in you. They have to see that in you because it's, you can get music for free. You don't have to buy music anymore. You know one thing. You can too, get Nick, any song you want for free. 
You know, one thing, too, and uh, for the caller that's on the line, man, uh, if, if you want to get back in, press the number one, then press it again. So if you want to comment again, we'll know that you want to comment again. And uh, shout out to our man, Doug G. He's listening in, too. Um, I think one thing a lot of artists miss is the intimacy with their fans. And what I mean by go. that is shaking that cat's hand, sitting up there taking the time there to listen go. and talk to him, and there make them go. feel a part of your world instead of, hey, here go my CD, man, buy my music, I'm hot, and leave it at that. A lot of guys and a lot of girls out there, regardless of the genre of music, you know, once you become untouchable, then that's understandable. Mm -hmm. But in the beginning stages, if you would just take five minutes and talk to somebody, because, you know what I'm saying, man, Dub, you know what I'm saying, Nick, y'all can testament to this. When we sat up there and actually talked to artists through our little journeys, you know, it made their artists felt good. That, you know, they're right. like, man, you paid attention to me. Most folks ain't even mm-hmm. going to pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. But as it goes from an artist standpoint, when you sit up there and talk to somebody, hold a conversation, let them give more insight on who you are as a person, they will respect your music. They will respect your hustle and respect everything that you're doing more so than the cat that's just forcing it in your face and forcing right. you to buy it. So Going what back do y'all to something think about you just said a second ago, once you become untouchable. Once again, you have artists that are very busy. Don't get me wrong. And I, I, I understand that. Most of these artists are not as busy as they, as they proclaim to be. Let's just be honest. You have some artists that just really and truly sometimes they're just at the house. <laughs> they're at the house playing PS3. They're at the house playing Xbox. But even the busiest ones, if you notice, the ones that are the most popular nowadays, because with social media now, you have to be interactive with the fans. There's no mystique anymore. If you remember back when we were coming up, there was something called a fan club. People wrote into their favorite, they wrote letters, real letters to their favorite fans, to their, to their favorite artists. More often than not, the president of the fan club was a, was a fan themselves. They were just a hardcore fan. There are a few people out there now. I mean, no one can no one can deny that right now, Chris Brown is hot. You know, coming off the situation that he did, that he did, he's got at least he's on at least five songs in the top ten on one six and Park. He's on top mm-hmm. of most of the charts on the Billboard, and he's hot right now. Right. He is still one of those guys that will hit somebody back on Twitter just to say thank you. You know, thank you goes a long way. With oh people. yeah. Thank you goes a very long way with people. Carrie Hilson, she's another one. And she, she does it too. Dave Hollister, and he told me this a long time ago, and he, he was the one that was just like, you know, if I say anything else, if I don't say anything else, I try and whatever time I have, if I'm on my phone, if somebody hits me on Twitter and they just say, oh, I love your music, your, your, your music inspired me to be an artist, or your music it, it helped save my marriage, or because of your music I got a couple of kids, if he doesn't say anything else but T.Y., thank you. Thank you very much. It means a lot to me. You can go to some of these artists' timeline, and they just got a whole line of thank yous. And I had this one discussion with an artist that said, man, I got 100,000 followers. I don't have time to respond to everybody. Wow. Well, and and you know what? I said a part of me can understand that because you can get busy. You're right. I'm not saying you have to be on the Internet. But one thing, the mentality that you have to understand is that artists, that you have to understand that that's the person who made you hot to begin with. 
And you can't respond to everybody, but guess what? They can't buy everybody's album. <laughs> so why do you want them to buy your album? That's true. Yeah. We do hey, you we can't do respond have a caller, to everybody, man. but you want everybody to respond to you. That's true. Caller. Uh caller six oh one eight five oh you're live on the talk of the town. What's up? What's going on? Hey, what's up? Is that Charlie? Yeah, it's me, man. What's up, man? What's, what's going on, on Charlie? Legendary Charlie, what's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, Just listening to the conversation, and I I think it's a good conversation. I think it's something that a lot of artists need to hear um, because, again, as the brother pointed out, you know, uh, you're not just selling music anymore. You're actually selling yourself. Uh, Fans actually want to know you, and they want to know who they're investing in because music they can get the music anywhere. 50 Cent said it best. You know, your record sales not necessarily doesn't indicate who's interested in your music because if they want your music, they can get it. That's not a problem. What it indicates is who is buying into you as a person, who's buying into you as an artist. Because if the fans really buy into you, they not only buy your music, they come to your shows, they buy your merchandise, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. But in order for that to happen, artists now are going to have to interact with their fans. They're going to have to let fans know what's going on. The days of people being like Rakim, a mysterious, uh, quiet artist that everybody kind of loves, are almost over. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it's improbable in this market, in this climate right now. And this is true. Yeah. I mean, I tell anybody, you know, someone asked me, you know, well, Nick, you don't do big numbers when you when you put out projects. I'm like, you know what, that's fine. But guess what? I'm going to go hard for whoever decides to go out and support my project. It's that important to me. If I've influenced somebody that much that they want to take their heart into, especially in this economy, it's hard to look at that $10 or that $5 and say, you know what, let me go ahead and buy this. I could be buying lunch. Mm-hmm. Gas about to be five dollars a gallon. I could buy some gas. Yes, sir. Or feed my child. I could do a lot with this five dollars. I'm going to put up a list of everything you can do with five dollars. There's a whole lot you can do with five dollars now. <laughs> There's That's a whole true, lot Nick. you can do with five dollars. So for, for for that person to actually take that money out of their pocket and say, you know what? I believe in you, and I want you to keep doing this, so I'm going to support it the best way I can. I don't care if it's 30 people or 30,000. But that's not how a lot of people look at artists. In my opinion, the A&Rs of today are the fans. Yeah. Because now everybody's putting, yeah. they're putting the music out. They're, they're putting it out before it goes through any type of filtering process. So that's yeah. really that's that's your that's your line of defense. Those are the people that are gonna judge about whether or not you deserve to be where you are. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say you have to chase the fans. Go with them the same sincerity you have when you send a link to Charlie Brass and ask him to check out your music. Find somebody on Twitter and come at them with them with that same sincerity. Look, I just want you to check out my music. I just want. I'm being real. I'm not. I'm not sending a mass email out to everybody. I'm not sending one link to five people. I'm look. I really want you to check out my music. Let me know what you think. Approach them with the same sincerity that you approach these labels, these artists, these execs. Approach them with that same sincerity because at the end of the day, that's what counts. Yeah. 
Exactly. I, I They're going to be the ones the demanding one, in the local market for you to come there and perform. Can I say something? Uh, I mean, go ahead. I, I think what, what what's really important now with all of the, the social medium, with all of the uh, ways for uh, artists to uh, reach out to their fans and vice versa, that artists are going to have to learn now that gimmicks, insincerity, is not going to fly in today's market. It's just not going to fly. Um, and you see that back in the days when artists could, you know, sort of, uh, because fans didn't really know an artist or know who that person was, the artist could be a butthole, but he could make great music and still sell records. Mm-hmm. That's rare nowadays. You can't be a butthole. A perfect example of how social media can really hurt your fan base uh, how many of you all are aware? I'm from Mississippi. I know some of you on the line are from Mississippi. In fact, I believe all of you all are from Mississippi. Uh, there mm-hmm. was a particular comment that was made on 106 and Park by one named Roxy. And the uh, I forget the actress who starred in the movie The Help. Um, they were making fun of Mississippi. They said that, um, you know, they fry everything in Mississippi. Ooh, and then Roxy. Oh, yeah, um, Kool-Aid and all that, yeah, yeah. Do you realize that the social medium lit up, Facebook lit up, um, Twitter lit up? And even though Roxy has, and it, Roxy has not apologized formally, but she literally had to get on Facebook and she had to get on her Twitter and respond to these things. Gone mm. are the days when you can say some snide remarks about your fans or snide remarks about that your fans will not like and think that they may not hear you or that it won't affect your career in some way, shape, form, or fashion. That's true. But you, you know the funny thing about that, Charlie? And, and it's funny what? that you bring that up because I think a lot of people forget because she puts on she tries to put on that New York accent so strong. That girl she's grew up in Harvey, Louisiana. You're right. She's not even from New Orleans. She says she's from New Orleans. She's from Harvey, Louisiana. How many people know where Harvey is? That's north of Louisiana, right? It, it, it's just outside of. Uh, just outside. Uh, I mean, not Louisiana, New Orleans, right? Or just Louisiana. outside of New Orleans. It's a small little suburb, a small little. I don't even think it's a town. It's like a little small suburb. You know, it's a small town. But her talking about Mississippi, and she comes from a state that swaps places with us for the bottom rung of all things on the economic and social economic ladder nationally. So for her to say something bad about Mississippi is almost tantamount to the pot calling the kettle black. Exactly. She said that on Twitter. And, but and if I, that's an example. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say if I if I may just say, man, like even like you're saying, you can't get out there and say what you want to say about these artists. It's a lot of artists that look at mainstream artists, mainstream artists, and try to take on that persona and the attitude of arrogance. Where when they talk to people, they talk to them from that standpoint with their nose in the air, instead of realizing that hey, if this person has a bad experience with you. They're going to tell 10 other people, man, that dude, when, if you even make it to any le- level that people know you, they're going to be like, man, that dude with a butt, he's an ass. I don't want to deal with him. The male buys music. And you know a lot of times people will follow behind that. Yeah. So a lot of people definitely need to be careful of how they treat people. 
Like y'all saying about Roxy, you got to be careful. You can't, like you said, everything is so connected now. You can't get out there and just wild out. Because if you had the opportunity to get 20 people to listen to your music and that to multiply by another 20, you know you want that. Treat people like you want to be treated. And if your music is hot enough, it's going to spread regardless. That's my rant. Exactly. Exactly. I guess the biggest thing that as as we get to the to the end of the show, um the my my biggest thing is this. You have to be sincere with everyone. It's just like Spilly said a little earlier. Gone are the days where you can be that mysterious artist. No. My money is important. No, I'm not hating on you. But I'm a potential customer. So if I'm a potential customer, you're gonna I wanna know why I should buy into you. I wanna know why. It's just like a political campaign. You gotta shake those hands, you gotta kiss those babies, you gotta hug those grandmas. It it is what it is. So before everybody's out there saying, I'm hot, I'm hot, I'm hot this, I'm hot that, like I said earlier, if you have to tell me that you're hot. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Big Crit didn't come up and tell me he was hot. Donnie Cross didn't come up and tell me he was hot. Kamikaze didn't come up and tell me he was hot. Now, we've all, we talked about the disconnect between the Mississippi Gulf Coast. As you know, I'm, I'm from the coast. We've talked about the, the disconnect from the coast and the rest of the state of Mississippi. These are artists that I heard about long before I sat in front of them and shook their hand and said, I've been hearing about your music. You do a good job. I like what you do. None of them came up to me yep. and said, oh, I'm hot. Mm. Oh, no. I heard about it long before I did. Your reputation precedes you. Oh, yes. Man, Nick, if I can share a quick story right here. I remember, uh, I don't know how many of you guys on the line or listening in are familiar with an artist by the name of LPD. Um, yeah, I'm familiar with it. I'm yeah, very Tupelo, familiar with Mississippi. it. Um, right. We went down, man. You know, that was when me and my man, Doug G, we first started kicking it over the internet. Doug was mad, crazy, cool. And uh, he did his first video shoot. And uh, we went down to, uh, you know, support him on his video shoot down on the coast. And uh, PD went with me. Um, LPD went with me down there. So, man, we down there chilling and stuff, man. He was like, man, people know me, man. People know me. I'm like, man, whatever. Whatever. Man, we riding on the beach. And uh, one of my other guys, uh, one of my other friends, man, we... Pull up to the beach just to, you know, chill out on the sand for a few minutes. And, uh, you know, PD, man, he's a complete hustler. He get out there, he's trying to get that money at all times. So he walk up on this little kid, man. He was like, yeah, man, I'm LPD, man. I'm out here trying to get rid of my, you know, not get rid of, but uh, sell my music. And the dude like, who? He was like, yeah, I'm LPD, Mr. LPD. He like, Mr. LPD, this little kid lost his mind. Oh, my God, I can't believe it's you. I can't believe it's you. I listen to your music, little, you know, little young cat. Man, this little guy called all of his friends over. This man is sold by 20 CDs in the midst of them kids. Tuck time, signed them, signed shirts and everything, man. And I guarantee you to this day, if PD want to put out something, that whole little group of kids going to buy everything he push out. Mm-hmm. That's why you said that name procedure. If you do get out there and, and, and hustle and grind and keep that name good, it's going to keep it moving. That was the moral of that. And which really is the moral of this. Entire thing. If you think you're hot, prove it. Get out there and make it happen. Sitting on your ass at home all day is not going to do it. That's true. Reinforce what you do on the internet. Sending out 20 tweets to, to A&R saying, listen to my song, is not going to get you a deal. 
And like I said, we're not saying any of this to discourage anyone by no means. But we want you to have a realistic view of where you are and what you need to do to get to the point that you want to be at. We definitely want to thank everybody that's listening in today, whether you're on Skype, you're listening online, you called on your phone. We're about eight months strong with uh, Talk of the Town. We're approaching the three-year mark with the Middle Maid Talk Show. Make sure you tune in this coming Sunday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Central. Uh, my birthday is coming up in a couple of weeks, so I do take donations. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And uh, I, I said it uh, this this Sunday, but my mic cut off. I think somebody pulled the plug on me. Uh, in about two weeks, I start recording. Uh, not recording, sorry. I start filming uh, a reality show called the R&B Fitness Challenge, Rhythm and Body Fitness Challenge. So look out for that. It's going to be on BlipTV.com. Um, so make sure you tune into that. But we're going to we're going to show people how to get in shape, you know, the right way. You know, a good bit of our unsigned artists out there are overweight. And it's not about an image, it's about your health. We want everybody to be healthy. And this includes myself. So that's why you're gonna see me on the on the show sweating and, and, and climbing rocks and doing everything else, trying to get right so I can be around for a long time. So uh what you got coming up this week, Al? Man, um, you know, I'm 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 living an extreme life right now, man. So I'm like Batman at night, man, right now. That's all I can say. All right. Okay. <laughs> one one last thing. Can I say something? Can I Go say ahead, something? Tell. This is not music. This is not music related. But I, I I don't know whether you all know that I have a piece on the Huffington Post and BET dot com called Another Mississippi Murder. Uh, and I'm encouraging artists to read it because it's something that we need to start talking about in our music. And it doesn't matter whether you uh, rapper or sing R&B. Marvin Gaye wrote What's Going On, uh, which is one of the most uh, poignant social commentaries in black music. So um, I just want people to read it and let people know what's going on. Yeah, and once we um, get that link, you can yeah, the link on Twitter. We're going to post it on the uh, Middleman Facebook yeah, page so everybody can read that. I'm definitely going to read it. It's on my Facebook page right. and it's on Twitter. On Facebook, yeah? Okay, bet. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. We will, we will post it. I definitely want to read it because that is one thing. I want to challenge all of you artists out there to, you know, make music about these social injustices. I'm not saying that you have to be common. I'm not saying you have to be Tyler Pauly, almost deaf. But there are things going on around you. Music has always been, especially in urban music, that's always been the voice of our people. So I want to challenge everybody out there to make that music and let people know what's going on because it needs to be said. It needs to be addressed. The more it's addressed, the more things can be changed. We appreciate everybody who listened in today. Go ahead and hit us with that outro, Kev. All right. Hey, man, I want to give a shout-out to everybody that was on the web chat over there. We are on every Thursday at 7 p.m. That's Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you go to our Facebook page and click the like button. I want to spend, send a special shout-out to our good friend, Charlie Braxton, world-renowned journalist. Y'all make sure y'all check out all of his works, um, everywhere that he's posting up right now, BET.com. Man, y'all support our man, Charlie Braxton. To all the artists out there, keep your head up. Keep grinding. Keep doing what you got to do. Don't worry about it if you're hot. The world going to tell you if you is. 
This is the talk of the town. Going down. The middle men shouted, Beat Creek shouted. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, go take a listen time out. Take a minute, shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. BlogTalkRadio.com. The middle me. Hey. What's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening in the middle man? Hey, what's happening? BlogTalkRadio.com, the middle man. Man, did you see how fast Nick that's about this building? Nick, uh, man, his fish. girl must be sitting up here. Man, he oh my gosh, man. she must be cooking some good food or something. Yeah, he is on a mission. I mean, dude, the chair is still spinning. You see this? You smell it, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I feel, hey, I could have sworn that cat said, underlay, 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 underlay. <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez with the barretto. Hey, man, if y'all still listening to us right now, make sure y'all tune in this Sunday at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, this Sunday, I'm sorry, 6 p.m., Eastern and 5 p.m. Central. Man, my time's so sold out. But uh, it's the Middleman Talk Show. We're talking about the miseducation of Washington. What's really going on in this country right now? Hey, tell a friend to tell a friend to make sure they tune in. We going hard over here. And for all our rappers and all our singers and all our entertainers, people behind the scenes, producers, whatever the case may be, y'all hit us up, man. We are the middleman at gmail.com if it's something you want us to talk about. Not only that, man, we do feature artists. Hey, hit us up with some of your records, man. We need some clean versions. I don't want all that cussing. We are the middleman at gmail.com. Hit us up with some of your music. And we will definitely look into getting you played and featuring you as an artist. That's right. We are the middleman. It's what's the talk of the town. Our co-host must ate some bean burritos. I don't know. But it's going down. <laughs> Maybe he has some gas out. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, yep. now, one up, one down, man. We will see you this Sunday. Take yep. care of yourself out there with your Batman nightlife. That's all I like to say, man. It's all good. I like to say. Yeah. It's going down. Tune in next uh, week no. on Thursday and this Sunday. It's going down. Middleman. Talk show. Long talk. Radio. Yeah. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.